0: This is NRL Boom Rookies.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, walking along the boulevard of broken dreams, it's Mitch Doyle.
2: G'day everybody.
1: And the only road that he's ever known, is Stale
3: Roots.
2: Hello everyone.
1: And I've gone with Green Day there this time for my oh good boy. friend yeah. and um, punk, <laughs> punk rock icon. Uh, John Sharkey the Third, how
3: are you, mate? I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> I mean, you called him. You called him former punk rock legend, was it? Yeah. Or former punk rocker. You've, hey, you've no, really... that
1: time I used present tense. That time, I yeah.
2: Used you've really tense. you're
3: trying to you're trying to ename uh, yourself to the. I'm to
2: I'm the trying to uh, I'm trying to Google these names. Does any Green Day takes to go with these Nirvana takes? Um, I've got no luck, but surely yeah. you've got some Green Day takes for us.
0: Yeah, uh, they were a band. That's. My Green Day <laughs> <team>. <laughs> oh, they're still a band, aren't they?
1: yeah, uh, their, yeah their, last, uh, their last their last music was and i love old green day but sort of album their last album was an atrocity
0: it yeah. was awful. i heard i heard it was not good yeah
1: it was really bad not as bad yeah. as that blink song i made you listen to earlier today yeah, but that was that was pretty, rough
0: that was a rough good?
1: ride <laughs> oh yeah mark hoppers made a like quarantine song for the for the two of yeah. you who are looking confused and it's yeah. not good
2: i don't like any of the words in that sentence i mean <laughs> quarantine music i don't know if that's going to take off anytime yeah. soon well like,
3: no you, you say that but um ben gibbard from death
1: Cat for cutie was doing like because he his partner got the rona so he was doing he was locked down and he was doing these like lockdown concerts every day on facebook live yeah, and but, they but, ruled but, they but was ruled. he doing
2: coronavirus new material? no sorry
1: he was not doing coronavirus theme songs he's playing all of Death Cat's best songs oh uh, well, as well as that's the fine covers, but, and they were absolutely fantastic and what, was... what
2: are some punk rock songs for coronavirus you were the restrictions of my lungs or something oh like... my God. <laughs> <laughs> intubate me baby yeah oh my God. well
1: they the used to have a song just called hospital so that'd be up there mm, that's yeah. good
3: there you go yeah, you could have american covidia yeah
1: yeah Gee. that's true
2: your it's love true. is more infectious than covid19 yep
0: my corona that's yeah the one, <laughs> that's the one that weird al wouldn't do he said he's like oh, "Nah, no i'm not doing it sorry stop what, tweeting at me what do you mean Did you really it out? Huh?
1: Did, is that where he drew the line that's yeah something. weird
0: al, he's got scruples all right you know he's, he's
1: got and he's got many grammy awards as well yes he does yeah, yeah.
0: my corona was
2: one he turned out of all the things <laughs> he's done the last 20 years that was too low-brow, apparently. Yeah, my corona, apparently yeah
0: it wasn't yabba dabba doo. now over the tune of uh, give it away by the chili peppers it was my corona. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: that's some that's some high class stuff, though, mate. You know, it's true. I mean, it's mm-hmm. high art. The, fin- the Flintstones slapped in like the sixties for real. <laughs>
0: like, my I'm,
2: parents loved the Flintstones.
1: I'm quoted on one Wikipedia article, and it is in that you know how in every movie that's ever been made, there's like the reception part, and it's like such and such from this paper said that this this this. I'm quoted in the one for the Flintstones Christmas special.
2: Oh. Because- <laughs> <laughs> You're the one person ever My wrote way. about it
1: <laughs> No because I A couple of years ago I wrote like a like The 10 best Christmas episodes of TV shows Thing for the Herald and I loved that Flintstones Christmas special When I was a kid and I wrote about it And then it's like it says on You can go to the Wikipedia you can check this It says Matt Bungard of the Sydney Morning Herald Said that it was staple Christmas viewing And you know what it is It is
2: Now so, where does it sit on the ranking of top 10 Where was it the uh, Flintstones Oh special? I didn't
1: do them in an order uh, I, I just did 10 things, but I got a lot of angry emails from old people for not writing about Father Ted and some other old people. What? Uh,
3: Father Ted, the writer of whom has tended to a massive turf. Oh, yeah. He hates <laughs> transgender people.
1: It's not great. Yeah. Uh,
2: mm. Father uh, Ted be- Christmas special is a... Is, oh.
1: I don't care. The point is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm referenced in a few Wikipedia articles about like general new stuff, but the only one that I'm like quoted in is that one about the Flintstones. So
0: pretty cool. Did, did the Star Wars Christmas special make it? Did you ever it, see that I've, one?
1: No, I have, I've heard it's like the worst thing that's ever made, right? It's
0: really bizarre. It's really yeah. <laughs> wild.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. At, didn't it come out after the, only like the first, maybe it was the first Star Wars film came out after the first Star Wars film and it was just completely literal. Like it's clearly to sell just to sell more merch yes that's all it's, it's
0: like there was a scene where they had like a wookie family christmas and yes just, that's it's, right it's like i think it's like four minutes long of just like no actual dialogue just those grunts you know like the wookie sounds like, yeah, boys. So it every, just goes on
1: everyone's coming around at christmas to watch the star wars right. holiday special that
0: uh, could be the, that could be the other patreon podcast we'll do Shut that up.
2: you're, you're trekking up from canberra for all me. right easy <laughs> i mean you said it was only done for money. Is that not everything Star Wars has done since like nineteen seventy five? Look,
0: yeah. yes, for the
1: merch. Um, actually, that, that's quite a funny story that happened to me the other week. So I went out on a job um, with a photographer, and we were driving back or whatever, and we we're just talking about like life and whatever. And she's like, "Oh yeah, what does your partner do?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, she's an accountant." Blah, blah blah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, what does your husband do?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, he's working from home at the moment. Um, yeah, he's a special effects artist on The Mandalorian." I'm like excuse me <laughs> like, oh, hey.
2: you've trumped me there a little bit looking from home
1: oh. yeah oh uh, no apparently I had to sign like a thousand ndas to like even have like the star wars like ip at his house and all this stuff like but just crazy like that is one of the coolest jobs i've ever heard of my life
3: mm. not surprising that it's i mean being done from here considering that like it's Star Wars is owned by Disney now, which also owns mm. Fox Studios. So yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, like, I mean, two and two is four.
2: Yeah, yeah it? It's a shorter list if you cross out what Disney doesn't own, Dale. So yeah, a cross out, like, true. The true. Three I did get an
3: ad for The Simpsons on Disney Plus the other day, and I nearly threw my phone on the road. So. It's
1: weird. I don't like that Futurama is not on Disney Plus, but The Simpsons is. It's very mm. frustrating. I'm going to write to my congressman about it. But anyway. Um, yeah, we're here with Shark once more to do an all questions podcast. Um, some about music, some about life, some about the great game of rugby league, which apparently we do a podcast on. I don't know. Yeah, I it's, think so. Um, yeah. Eh, eh, must have missed that. But yeah, anyway, without further ado, let's get into the questions.
2: Are you serious? We're going to have a million questions. Okay, over on Patreon. Again, patreon.com forward slash NOLBM rookies for those who want to get behind the boys. Uh, first question comes from Maddie McPherson. He says, "John, describe in great detail everything you love about Nick Foles. Take your time. There's nothing more important than this happening at the
0: moment." Hmm, Nick Foles. I don't know that guy. He apparently has a large appendage. So um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know which. I don't know which one. Apparently, rhymes with his name. Mm. Um, this is not and- a. This is not a
3: PG show. So we can talk about. His lunch pail, so
2: to speak. Oh yeah, he's a lunch pail guy, definitely. Philly loves a lunch pail guy. It's
0: true. Philly does love a lunch pail guy, and that's what I love about Nick Foles. You know, not that he won the Super Bowl, but yeah. I, you know, the one thing I do love about it is the Eagles, after all these years of just like misery, the one the person that won them a Super Bowl was a backup quarterback. Yeah, it had yeah. to be like that. It had and the crazy,
1: like, the craziest thing is like he nearly quit football to go be like a preacher in the South yeah. somewhere. Yeah, he's a,
0: he's a god botherer, but I'm glad he didn't f- until 2018, February. But, <laughs> but you know what? He was he was such a good he's such a good preacher though. When
2: I heard him speak after winning Super Bowl, when he was talking about <laughs> his faith, and I was like, you yeah. know what? Maybe yeah, I right. you know what? Yeah. maybe God is good.
0: <laughs> are, we up,
2: are we
1: opting in to Jesus-related? I, I don't know.
0: I don't know about that. But, <laughs> no, but for but, about three seconds there. For about three huh. seconds, yeah. So he's a good salesman. Well, that's oh, that's yeah. positive. Maybe yeah. me and Maddie, Maddie McPeak, and uh, go visit his super church in Austin or wherever it is. Yeah. But but of yeah, I did enjoy Texas.
2: it. He's one of the one of the great you know
0: take battles of Philly sports the last couple. years. Totally. Of <laughs> oh my god! Cars What's better?
2: Nick Foles. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, I don't want to get into that because uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to get any weird phone calls from my dad or Spike Eskin. So. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is They're your like, dad
0: a false guy? <laughs> my my I I think so. My dad is just a whatever guy. He loves the Eagles, so he doesn't really care. He doesn't get too heated about it. But yeah. um it's just you know it's, a, it's a conversation. A yes, he is a false guy. So yeah. and you know, I guess I'm a Foles guy too. I mean until Carson Wentz lasts more than five minutes in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm a false guy. I don't know. I, I do enjoy th- I do enjoy
1: Eagles fans trying to shoehorn Carson Wentz into like the top quarterback. I like him. It. It's quite funny.
0: Yeah, I mean that is just rampant homerism, but it's Philadelphia. They gotta, they got a you know, stump for their boy.
1: He's no Lamar Jackson. Say that. Okay.
2: Right. Okay. Next
0: question. Michael Gregson
2: says, John, do you have a rough estimate of how much property damage you'll cause when screaming up the fucking milk
0: when the Raiders win another Premiership? Well, th- considering the last time. I experienced a championship, which was when the Eagles won. I um, I tap danced on my neighbor's car, who was a <laughs> Patriots fan. He was like everyone hated this dude on our block. The week of the Super Bowl, he put a fresh Patriots sticker on his car. Mm. I don't even know if, I don't even know if he was a Patriots fan, but the week of the Super Bowl, he was like persona non grata. Everyone hated him on our block. And then yeah. after the Eagles won, I was tap dancing on his hood in front of all my. My kids' friends (laughs) probably can, but yeah, I'll probably um slide down you know the flagpole on top of Parliament House naked when the Raiders win. So I don't know, (laughs) whatever that costs to clean that up, we can we can quantify that.
2: I like it, you know, I like it a lot. Okay, next question comes from our, our good friend Dave. What are one of the two of the craziest things you've
0: seen sitting in the stands at a major league baseball game? All right. This is good. My brother, Dave, I got two good answers for you. All right. One, the first, the first time I've ever had a beer thrown on me was when I was nine years old by a a grown man, a fully grown man dumped a full beer all over me. And when I was nine years old, um, we used to sit, like I said, me and my parents used to go to the, um, go to Phillies games all the time. We had season tickets when I was younger. I think this was 90, 90 or 89, and there was just some dude completely wasted out of his mind. And my dad kept asking him, can you please not rest your beer on my son's chair? And he got so, <laughs> so, fe- he got so fed up with me that he poured the beer all over me. Hmm. And my, yes. my dad was a very mild-mannered man. I've never seen him really lose his cool until that moment he had this dude by the ear like basically big
3: dad dad energy yeah
0: true dad energy drug him up to the uh, the t-shirt stand and made him buy me a new shirt i've never seen my dad just unleash on somebody like this it was really awesome and um so that was like the first time i was like all right dad that's what's up uh and then the second time also involves my father and this was like totally heroic stuff he'd got he got really messed up at a basketball game he was playing and he separated his shoulder. So he had to get surgery and put a a screw into his right shoulder. So like a week after that surgery, we went to a Phillies game. One of his buddies at work gave him tickets that were right along the first baseline. And we never sat that close. So he's like, junior, I'm going to get us a, I'm going to get us a foul ball. Just you wait. I swear. I'm like, dad, you got a, a sling on, chill out. It doesn't matter. We already have like a million foul balls at home. But he's like, no, I'm going to get one. We're close to the field. So a ball comes sailing our way, and he misses it. He totally beefs it. And he's like, you could see the fire in his eyes light. He's like, (laughs) So like a couple batters later, an exact ball, like the same hit, a blooping foul ball along the first baseline. So my dad goes up to catch this ball. He's got a beat on it. But the dude standing next to him also goes up for it. So my dad... He hooks the guy like chicken wings. The dude with his left arm,
2: yes, his good
0: arm, throws him to the ground and <laughs> catches the ball in his sling.
2: Yes, very good. All
0: all in one motion. That's and I'm incredible. Like, and I thought, wow, well, this dude's gonna get up and just punch my father in the face. <laughs> but no, the dude gets up and was like, "That's an awesome move, dude. Good job. He was like, so stoked. <laughs> That's Philly sports yeah. He had, had to now. respect it. Um, so go ahead I'm sorry
1: no no you keep going
0: no I mean I think maybe they're not the two craziest but they're my two fondest ridiculous memories of a veteran stadium at base at a baseball game
1: Um, Mitchell before we get to the next question we've got some breaking news Uh, the New South Wales Rugby League has been made aware of a serious incident in a rugby league match today between the Whitworthville Magpies and Penrith Brothers in an under-20s game in North Parramatta the match appeared to have proceeded and concluded in an uneventful fashion however it's been reported that after the match, players from both teams were leaving the ground and in a car park adjacent to the ground, one of the Wentworthville players was stabbed.
0: During, what? The, same
1: in- during the same incident, it appears two other people were also stabbed. All three were taken to Westmead Hospital for
0: treatment. Oh, Oof. my. Wow. That's some, yeah. uh, some Philly sports see? areas. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, like, look, see what I've done? I've poisoned everybody in Sydney. Right? <laughs> I mean,
2: we we say it's breaking news. It's going to be about five days late, but yeah, I'm I was, was going, going to, to say. So breaking news but, five, on Sunday. Oh my god! <sighs> enjoy your enjoy your Thursday, people.
1: <laughs> That's incredible.
2: I mean, uh, I'm just, just reading the statements now. There's no real news out there other than the stabbing. But ha- how? Like this is this is like
3: um, I remember we, we went to a we went to a Sydney FC game and there was a I took my dad. My dad's a Melbourne City fan. Don't ask why. Um, he Trevor, works down. What? He worked down in Melbourne a lot. So, and Canberra doesn't have a men's
2: team. Uh, so. Your dad's Edwin Smith.
3: Uh, yeah. Look, I wouldn't put my dad quite that far on the down the list. But anyway, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah. So we
3: were at a. It was a Melbourne Heart v Sydney game. This was years ago, and there was a fight that broke out in the Cove between two Sydney fans. And I remember dad being that, like, "They, they." It was a few rows in front of us where we used to stand on the carpet at the back of the SFS, and um. The the cops came in and they pulled these blokes out, and you know, on we went with the game. And I remember being like, "Oh, you know, sorry, that doesn't." It's the first time I've seen a fight here in a while, and he was like, "Oh, it's not, it's not so bad." I think he was at a game. He might have been at a Dragons game. I might have been at Lidcombe, maybe St George versus Wests. And he was like, "Yeah, I went to a went to a footy game once, and I saw a guy get stabbed on the hill, and I was just like, okay." And I was talking to Tom, who's a friend of friend of ours from sydney fc games and he said he was at a game a bulldogs game when he was a kid and a bloke got his eye taken out by firework
0: oh and i was God. just
2: like what the fuck on the Jerry hill of Lua, uh, yeah. who went on to yeah. win that goddamn game yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> with but one yeah, eye so so stabbings and rugby league uh a long history <laughs> okay anyway let's I'm, go i'm it. here for it
0: <laughs> yep
2: let's go af- across from uh breaking news to uh Maddie McPhee is back with a, a couple of the questions here. Yes, <laughs> his uh, first one is: What are your favorite Super Bowls ever?
0: Uh, my favorite Super Bowls ever. Uh, I really liked. I mean, I I remember loving all those Niners Super Bowls when I was a kid. Um, like we would watch the Bills Super Bowls are really cool. Like that run where they lost four in a row. Yeah. It sucks that they're all to like NFC East teams. But it was kind of – you know, it was kind of interesting at a young age to watch a team just, like, just completely fall over themselves every year for four years, you know. Like, that's misery. Like, yes, I may have had had a hard time being a Philly sports fan. But, I mean, four Super Bowls in a row. And my dad would just be like, don't you – wouldn't you be happy to go to four Super Bowls in a row? I'm like, and lose them? No. I would know. It's like – that's awful.
2: No, and oh. yeah, people have missed this. It's the the early eighties. Yep. They just lost f- four in a row. Early early nineties. 90s. 90s, sorry, I yeah. was saying it's yeah. early nineties. But uh, yeah, and they lost them in ridiculous ways almost every year. The Super Bowl. Yeah. So yes. There's a there's a thirty for thirty
3: about that, right? Yeah. There four falls of Buffalo. It's really
2: yeah, good. But four four the, the best
3: Buffalo. the best one, of course, is the first one where
1: they lose. Oh my god! Scott Norwood, yeah. Wide right. Yep. And then they lose another one because their defensive coach decides for no reason at all the day before the game to antagonize the Washington offensive line, who then go on to have this amazing game as the Redskins rush for like
0: 250 yards or something. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah, that's Scott, were, that's Scott Norwood Scott game. Norwood. Oh, my God. People were getting jerseys with his name on it that were like completely skewed to the right, that's like halfway very, down the very, jersey. That's very yeah. good. Yeah.
2: I, um, <laughs> And then their third Super Bowl, they had a record number of turnovers and lost fifty-two to seventeen. Yeah,
0: that was the Cowboys' one, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And then they did, and they lost again the year after to the Cowboys. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, mentally, uh, me- mentally
1: speaking, how confident can you be as a fan of that team in the fourth one?
0: No, you're just not even watching. I'm <laughs> are not. You I'm not that, are no. you
3: saying that momentum was against them? Bugger. Right.
1: No, because they had sixteen games in between every year, Dale. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Eighteen games, but
1: sure. Momentum exists in professional wrestling and in a boulder rolling down a hill, and that's it.
2: All right,
3: Indiana Jones. Mean, yeah. <laughs> do you know
2: what? Do you know what the bill stands for? Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. Oh, sick <laughs> uh, that's, that's burn! Good. I like that. burn. <laughs> God, yeah. Then they blew it up the other day. I'm just reading the history. Great so thirty for thirty. Haven't watched that one in a while. Yeah, but, yeah uh, that's a good
1: one. Yeah, it's
3: one of but,
2: my
0: favorites. It's up it, there. Those that run of Super Bowls is probably at least. Looking back, one of the most more interesting, you know, I didn't really have much much love for the Super Bowl because the Eagles were never in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, next question. He just says Joshua Pauly. Discuss.
0: Are you a big Papa boy? You have to be. Oh, sure of that. course, he's awesome. Didn't he? Uh, didn't he do something last year, like with um with the against <laughs> against South Sydney? I forget. I, yeah,
2: you know? uh, we've got the game. desk down the, down the barrel of the camera.
0: Yeah, wasn't oh. there? Wasn't there like a? Didn't I'm just
3: going to mute you for a second.
0: Didn't just, he? Uh, you can't, can't do that
2: because I'm the
3: host of this Zoom. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, that's right.
0: He scored. He basically iced the game with 12 men on the field. He did. I remember that. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the Raiders against Souths, right? Bungat yeah. has left
3: the chat. <laughs> I am a fa-
0: I am a fan of Josh
3: Papali. Yes, mm-hmm. you have to be. I love him. Uh, if you if you don't love him at your if you don't love him at his uh, moisturizer throwing, you can't have. Oh him my at, God, you're, you're, you're going to get you're it. game icing.
2: Yep. It. yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Maddie has a whole lot of questions. We're going to take Maddie's in a row here. Why not? All right, all right. he's I'll, got quick let's fire. Let's do him rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. Next, the uh, well, next one he says, be honest. How much better is
0: Aussie beer than American beer? Um. I would say that Australia is mm. finally caught up with like IPAs. They yeah. haven't re- They haven't really nailed the sour beer yet. Sour yeah, was that was the hot thing last or like two summers ago in the states. I feel like next summer Australia is going to finally nail the sour beer. Yeah, so, there's
2: a good one. Colonial Brewing Co. have like Southwest Sours. Yeah, them. that one's pretty yeah. good.
3: There's a there's uh, a good one that's brewed in Camperdown, which is like a raspberry a raspberry. I, was gonna say, sour.
1: I had that. Yes, the Bentzberg Raspberry Sour. I had that yesterday.
2: Yeah. But yeah, John, you know, know something there, by the way, people, when they knock American beer versus Australian beer, they're knocking their like Bud Light, Miller Light, whatever yeah, shit yeah. compared to yeah. how
0: And those
1: And those beers kill Tooie's New out of the but, water.
0: But like, is new is like, I don't even know how they sell that stuff. The like, craft don't... beer in America
2: is really good. I was shocked. I went to mm. Chicago like five years ago and I was shocked by how good the craft beer was when I got it. Yeah, out man. Here.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. America really did excel at that between like 2005 and They've probably just hit a wall now, but I don't know. I don't know how much further you can go. Today I saw my friend showed me a photo of French's Mustard Pale Ale.
1: Yes, I saw that because um, Alison Hannigan, a.k.a. Lily from How my Mother, a.k.a. Yeah. Ben Kemp Girl.
0: Yeah, the she did girl.
1: A, she did a photo shoot uh, for this beer, this mustard beer. Yeah, it's, so, it's
0: wild. It's ma- It's Of course, it's brewed in Colorado. Like, you know... Yeah. Some stoners like bro, no. <laughs> so I,
3: it's just I, I remember when I went to Portland, it was the same kind of thing with um with Rogue there, and oh, they yeah. they made a oh, they made a voodoo donut beer, and I was like, just stop, stop, and it was awful, <laughs> awfully bad, and yeah. it came in a bright pink, a bright pink can, and I remember just being like, why did I buy this?
0: Yeah, some of them, I, some of them have gone too far. And, like, the names for some of these IPAs are just, like, ridiculous. Well, like it's, the,
3: it's like a lot of
0: things with science. We always ask whether we, whether we could, not whether we should. Exactly. Like, don't name your IPA a Hopalypse Wow, because you can. <laughs> like, just, just don't. So yeah. So,
3: wait, tune in for tune in for Sharky's IPA, the the, vo- the vom- vomiting mirrors. Oh my god! Yes. IPA. Vomiting mirrors.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, eggnog stout. <laughs> good, uh, um, good
3: stuff.
2: Maddie's next question: Your top five
0: Philly hardcore bands. Ooh, Philly. Uh, number one will always be Why Die? They're the classic Philadelphia hardcore band. Number two would be. Oh man, this is a tough question. Because I know he wants me to talk about Blacklisted. That's like his favorite band. They're a very yeah. good band. Um, Wide Eye, Ink and Dagger. There's a band called Dis Sucks. I don't know if they're a hardcore band, but Rizzo Machine. I'll give them Blacklisted <laughs> Let's see for it, number uh... five.
2: honestly as i mentioned you you could be just rattling off andy Dwyer band names i've got no idea Yeah, right you know i mean yeah yeah, penis pendulum uh uh, (laughs) what have we got here what else what's the other names he's got you should know these bungard. oh ninja dicks one (laughs) uh what's the the other one he's got anyway i'll move on nothing runs with orange that's a good band name i'll take that that's a good one yeah uh and then his last question from maddie says in the wwe they have a development system some of the wrestlers have stated if they ever got promoted to the main show, they'll retire. Should the young Warriors players take the same stance next year and play the whole season for Redcliffe to avoid playing under Nathan Brown? So I want to go to is this <laughs> yeah. What happens when people get promoted? Do they is that a thing? WWE? Uh, thing?
1: No one has ever done that, but there are guys who have been in NXT for quite a long time, who like guys like Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, who would comfortably be like uh, like fixtures in the main roster. Um, who are still in NXT for whatever. And maybe that's why, maybe they're comfortable. So when you're on NXT, you basically spend most of your time at the development center in Florida. Most of the pay-per-view shows they do are at the development center in Florida. So you don't have to do that whole like 300 days of traveling on the road stuff, which is sort of one of the main sort of drawbacks from being in the WWE is that you're on the road all the time you don't see a family. But I've never, I promise you, where'd you get this from? I've never heard anyone say anything like that.
2: Well, Maddie says it, so uh, oh, okay. Well, it's definitely true. <laughs>
1: is it? I've no, literally I never heard. Of... <laughs> Good source. I, 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 I love Maddie, but I've never heard. I've never heard of this, and I watch a lot of wrestling.
2: Yeah, I just googled re- next retirement, and I, I can't find anything. Anyway, I can't
1: think of a single example of that happening. But for the purposes of studying Nathan Brown, I'll
2: allow. Uh... That's it. Okay, and now Dave's got some more questions for yep. for John. He says, John, after a life of touring around in punk bands. How does it feel to be a suburban Canberra dad who can't come out with the boys after the 2019 prelim win rated 16 South 10 because you have to look after
0: the kids? Uh, That was a tough one. My wife had booked like a, like a weekend away, like months before that happened. I hate that. And like weeks, like a week before I was like, Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? So, but I got to go. I just couldn't hang out and I was getting calls from Nick Hampton like driving home (laughs) oh god Sharky where are you oh you poor man yeah no, it was cool it
1: It was cool I wish we could have traded places Shark
0: I really do well yeah I don't so I'll I'll (laughs) take it didn't it still ended in tears in the end so Mm. and
2: uh, Dave's next question if the US ever had a genuine rugby league competition which cities do you think would be the best places to
0: watch a game of footy slash be the most supportive of the greatest game of all yeah, that's a good question. I think mm. places like um like a city like Seattle would probably be oh, good. I was going to really say good. Seattle. Yeah, yeah. They Seattle. Raise, like Portland, the weird Portland and Seattle sports. as well. Exactly. Oh, Portland 100%. and Seattle love niche sports. Yeah, Portland so. and Seattle's
3: fo- like football rivalry is Are we all, are um, we all yeah. getting are we all getting Kraken jerseys? Yeah.
0: Oh I, my god. No, really, we're not. I'll, I
3: am
2: going to get one. <laughs> it's <And> I'm, going <laughs> to get... I'm not about this... the name. I'm sorry. I'm one of the few that doesn't like the Kraken. Oh, I don't I
0: don't I don't like any of it actually. I don't like the S logo. It looks like the Seagram's Gin S. Like it's oh, almost exactly. Good it. shout! Yeah. yeah,
3: I'll get so, the hat because then yeah. I can wear it to Sydney Games and there not you get beat up.
2: <laughs> so anyway, yeah. anyway, So Portland and and, and uh, Seattle, we settled on, and we won't yeah. call them the goddamn
0: Kraken. Although I think I,
1: I think a place like um, like one mm-hmm. of the big like a place like
3: Austin or Houston or Dallas.
1: Oh Pittsburgh. yeah,
0: Austin would love it. I think Austin, Austin
3: would Austin Austin, um, Buffalo. Yep. Colorado have a big rugby union program. Um, I reckon you you there's there's four. Also, I
0: mean, like Chicago. Yeah, all those midwestern cities might yeah. be good. Yeah. Philadelphia, I mean, they have a team. They have the Philadelphia Fight, and those Up games are point. pretty cool. Yeah, so I think Philadelphia, like I said, being like the lunch pail town, you know, they New would York, yeah. f- New York, would also re- has
1: like a, yeah. a well, Gaelic footy team. Before so. b- before COVID happened, we would made like. Tentative plans to go and watch um, Toronto Wolfpack play on like Canada Day, and like I think this appeal, I think especially if it got big in America, like you could definitely get this level of appeal over to the Australian fans who'd want to go over and see one of these one of these games to American yeah. teams just to make a trip of it as well. I think for Literally. sure,
3: like I've, that, I've let's, let's, the, let's go watch
1: let's go watch the Brooklyn Kings.
2: Why not?
3: Yeah, why not? Like I've always wanted to like going to a Timbers or a Thorns game in Portland is on my bucket list because the atmosphere is incredible and it's the same kind of thing that we talked about with Canberra it's like the whole team gets around the town
0: Um, yeah yeah, because there's nothing else there's nothing else in Portland
3: there's being homeless drinking beer drinking coffee (laughs) (laughs) it's quite
1: funny like the only thing I can really compare that to in Australia is like the Perth Wildcats NBL team. which is like that's a
3: really good analogy
1: because like Obviously, like, the Raiders are well-loved and the Broncos are well-loved and all that, but, like, Rugby League is quite established in those cities where it's, like, it's just so so random. Like, the Perth basketball team is, like, the
3: hot ticket in town, but they sell Mm -hmm. out.
1: Like, every crowd record for the NBL is, like, a Perth Wildcats.
3: Perth have a massive arena as well, too. Yeah. And they've been very successful for a long time, so it makes sense.
0: Up the Canberra (laughs) cannons.
2: Okay. (laughs) Next question comes from Andy Valente. He says, hi, John. Why are the seventy sixes the true team of the people? And please give me three reasons why they will win the title this year.
0: Uh, T-wall, the, I mean, they are the, they're from the cradle of liberty, mm. you know, where America started. I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, I mean, they were the team that brought Allen Iverson. Into the like the public consciousness, like mm-hmm. that that man has changed so much. He changed the world. I mean, like before, everyone was dressing like a total dope. And then they were, you know, ever you know, I was walking down the street. You see, like sixty year old white dudes with cornrows. So you know,
3: <laughs> again, not say, sure whether that's a good thing.
0: <laughs> again, exactly dubious, dubious at best. Dubious at best. Uh, and third reason, I mean. I don't know if I have three reasons, Andy. I don't that's a, know. That's a
2: good, passionate Philly fan. Doesn't believe enough to even have three yeah. reasons. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> my, I mean, I can tell you the reason that I love the team. My first game, I was five years old. My dad took me. It was like 1987. It was Dr. J's 30,000th point game. So it was a special night. He knew it was going to happen. Like in the middle of the third quarter, the game just stopped after he hit, after he hit a bucket, and like. The, the numbers, 30,000 in, like, laser beams appeared yes, above the court. It was insane. insane. Yeah. It was at the old Spectrum, which was, like, this cool old arena that got tore down in 2009. It was just a really magical moment. I mean, So that's the reason that, you know, other than my father being, like, a complete insane Sixers fan, that's the reason that I've always stuck by him.
2: Yeah, but, you, American teams, you can see You're better at uh, like celebrating milestones like that too. But yeah. like, we don't really mm-hmm. celebrate individual play achievements enough over here. I love that in American sports, like somebody breaking a record like that, the whole game stops. Yep. You know, yeah, Drew Brees I mean, breaks yeah. a touchdown record, the whole game
0: stops. Yep, it was like middle of the third quarter. Like no actual stoppage took place; just a bucket happened, and yep. it was it was wild. I was I was hooked for life after that. It was when
3: it's like uh, when Ichiro made that. The what was it? He hit. A ridiculous and out he's the 3, base
0: 000. hit yeah oh 3, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
3: oh no his, his hits record yeah and the game stopped and fireworks went off and it was just like the middle of whatever it was the third yep. inning and people just everybody gave him a standing ovation and the it's game weird, just kinda went on
1: that i remember when jason taylor was going to break the points record like they had like little hats with goalposts on but nothing like that yep. the only thing i can think of in australia is when Tony Lockett broke the goals record in the Sherons and yep. people ran on the
3: field. Yeah, he kicked his th- he it kicked happened. like his thousandth goal and there was a, there was a pitch invasion.
1: How many, how, a many, how many disposals though, Dale? That's what how I'm many thinking. hard ball gets?
2: <laughs> not <laughs> enough. Not uh, enough. Yet. Okay, next question. Uh, Tom Hardy asks, did the Tigers get rid of Corey Thompson for a slightly taller Corey Thompson and Adam Dewey? Both have a go, but they're so limited.
0: This is a question for
2: me. I think I like Adam Dewey. I think he's a
0: great yeah, player. Me mean, just, yeah, me yeah. too.
1: Right, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm a huge Adam Dewey fan, and I was sad that we let him go. But after watching them both this year, it's clear Luttrell is a better fullback.
2: Mm. Oh, well, that was a brave take of you. Yeah. Really? Get yeah. Go fuck
1: <laughs> yourself. How, I, was, I was the last Sounds <laughs> on Dewey Island, but it's. And he was our best player in that prelim final loss last year. But it's clear to me that... To like, the Raiders. Shut yeah. the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> and it's clear, it's, it's clear to me that as much as I'm still a Dewey fan, and I want to see him do well, that like, South did make the right call. As, as yeah. much as it pains I did, me to uh, a bit. This I'm, seemed
0: like That question seemed like a Bungard like, banana peel that he threw out to it, you. Yes. It was,
1: but I sidestepped it masterfully. You
0: I, did I, very I, well.
2: Thank Tom you. did ask that question. I messaged him after it and he made a good point. It's like, Dewey's getting a lot of money and, you know, people laugh at Nick Cottress' money, but it's like, if you offered me, say I got, as Chancellor Clocks adds on now, 370K at fullback and Cottress 600K on the wing. Would I, prefer, would I prefer that to the reverse of Adam mm-hmm. Dewey at fullback and like Corey Thompson on the wing? It's a, take, really,
1: it's a really fair yeah.
2: point. So I, I think he might be onto something that probably, I don't know if he's been worth the investment. He's been all right, but.
1: It's quite interesting, though, because he never played fullback in juniors at all. Like, he was always in the halves. So, maybe that's where he ends up in the future. Because I think the ball playing's still there. But at the moment, at fullback at Wests, like, he's okay. But, yeah, yeah like, that's it.
2: Okay. Uh, anyway, Sam asks, John, give us a Bryce Harper take.
0: Yes. Bryce Harper. Uh, he's a Mormon. I can't trust him yet. I don't know. He's got to win me something before I can fully embrace, embrace um, Bryce Harper. So what happened? Is he, is he the Phil Philadelphia? Yeah, so yeah.
1: Shark. I have two Bryce Harper jerseys. So, all right. Two. Um, yeah,
0: he's my Nats. favorite player.
1: Nats or Phillies uh, jerseys? They're both Nats jerseys.
0: That's. All right. um, I'm sorry. I mean, um, that, but that I want
1: to. want to get the pale blue Philly jersey with his, his on the back as well. That honestly
0: but... is is the best. Mm. Best. Yeah. Baseball jersey in history. That's one with it's the big so P good. on the front, the one with the big yes, P yeah. in front yeah, yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, the yes. big maroon P with the baseball yes, yes, yes. The inside yes, the circle. Of the I do you like that
1: one? I feel really bad for him because, like, obviously he's been my favorite player for like five years, and like
0: the year that he, he leaves, the year that that they leaves, win, they yeah, win
1: the World Series. But like, yeah, Zane. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's unfortunate because I, I obviously he's not the reason they didn't win, but it's just unfortunate mm-hmm. for him that it caught fire the year he went. Yes. But, hey, I'm sure he'll dry his eyes with his $350 million. Yeah, billion dollars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, so, yeah. and I mean, Bryce Harper, that's a dude I hated more than anybody when he first came up. I remember the game that Cole Hamels, like, beamed him in the back, and then he got on base and stole home. Uh, stole home. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
1: that was amazing. I remember so. I wore my Bryce Harper shirt to um, when I was in Brazil for the World Cup. It was America vs Belgium in the round of sixteen, and yeah. greatest one of the best games of all time. Shout out Tim Howard though, but um, <laughs> um, but um, I wore my Bryce Harper shirt, and I had to walk past a bunch of Atlanta Braves guys to get Ooh, to my seat, and yeah. I got I got absolutely abused. I'm it sure you fantastic. got hammered. It was great. Um, yeah, and I do love that about American sports is the parochialism. You don't really uh, get totally it like. Obviously, people care about their teams here, but you don't get that same level of vitriol. You no, really you just don't, don't. You don't like, feel
0: really... You don't feel unsafe for your own no. well-being. Unless like, you go to Shark Park.
1: No, but like, even then, like, <laughs> Brit, like Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane Cowboys was the best rivalry in the game for, like, three or four years. And even then, like, you could safely go to Suncorp in a Cowboys jersey and, like, everything would be chill.
0: It's nothing, yeah. 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 Exactly, you know what, but, that, yeah, I don't know.
2: The only, yeah. only venue I go to, as, a, as an away fan in Sydney, a Broncos fan, the only venue I go to that I get harassed at every time is Shark Park.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, dude, It's totally, like they have that, you have to walk behind the grandstand and there's all those, mm. there's like those balconies and people are just yeah. like throwing, you know, crap down on you, like throwing beer cans at your
2: head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sam's got a follow-up question. He says, John, as the Canberra Cowboy, please also give us a take about the nation's best suburb, Canberra. Why is it so big? Why is the Woolies so
0: shit? What landmarks can compare with the bullshit in Adventure Man, Playground? Did... This guy, he knows. He's hitting all the landmarks. Adventure <laughs> yep. Playground. All right. I, I, My kids love Adventure Playground. I'll say that. It's got the two flying foxes. All right? Wow. Mm. All right. Two. <laughs> Count them two. Uh, the Woolies is is quite woeful.
1: How can a Woolworths be bad?
0: It's bad. It's got nothing. It's yeah. got like it's, it's, it's really... the
3: biggest it's in the biggest suburb in the southern hemisphere.
0: Yeah, and, and somehow has nothing, no food had, in
3: it. Yeah, it's like walking into a Woolies metro. Yeah, oh,
2: it's, okay. it is. It's like a gas station. It's terrible.
3: Mm. Yeah, you um, see,
2: Bungar can't drive, lads. So he's been to one Woolies for the last fifteen years. He doesn't know that he's the not, not aware of what a gas
3: station is or
2: what it's... poor Woolies are. Like you know, there's bad Woolies out there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Shout, <laughs> out, <laughs> shout, shout out, mascot Woolworths. Good. <laughs> Camp, Canberra is um, when, when I was growing up. Canbar used to have, uh, like, used to talk about the five boroughs of Canbar because it's so big. Oh, it fine. is enormous. Oh, yeah. it, thanks, it was a bit, thanks, it was a piss take. It was a Disney piss take. It it was a a take. But, like, if you think about it, Canbar is Canberra is several inner city Sydney suburbs big. Um, and it is broken up into five distinct sections. There's, like, yeah. the section near the lake. There's a section on the other side of the road. Then there's the section near the golf course, back behind... Um, towards the Uriara Hills. And then there's another weird little section kind of off under Mount Taylor. So you used to talk about like, oh, it's, you know, it was a piss take, but you, oh, it's so big, it's got five boroughs. But Canberra is enormous. It, it's funny because it was, when it was first settled, it was an experiment in just having massive suburbs. And then they were like, oh, that doesn't work. And they never did it again. But yeah, it's huge. Yeah, True story.
0: Are you a big fan of Canberra though, John, mate? Yes. I'm the, well, I'm the Canberra cowboy, so, you know. Mm. ride them cowboys. No. Um <laughs> Yeah, I do like it here. It's not bad. You know. It's got a uh, it's got quite of a reputation too. It does for being kind of a rough place. Mm. You know, lots of bikey shootouts happen in parts of camp <laughs> So you that's, feel at home. That's, your, yeah, that's true. exactly Very true. It's true. People I'm like, oh right, like, oh, is it dangerous there? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean it's not a firebomb in the street like in Philly, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> not that
3: you're aware of anyway.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Uh, next question, Matty Duggan asks, what team is the Canberra Raiders of international footy and why is it Ireland with Liam Finn playing the role of 2019 Aiden Caesar?
0: <laughs> well, well, I would love to say that the Eagles are the, uh, the Canberra Raiders, but they're definitely not. Um, yeah. It's probably like Seattle, Seahawks maybe, or I don't know. What's a team that hasn't won in, since the 90s?
2: Yeah, Seahawks that, won too recently.
0: Yeah, it's not that... It, I'm not going to say they're Tampa the Cowboys. They uh, won 0,
3: was it 05 uh, they won? 2002.
0: Oh, oh, 02, oh, two yeah. yeah. The one against the Eagles. I mean, the NFC um, no, Championship. They, that would, they, beat, that was, they
1: beat the Raiders. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, that was the game that McNabb threw that pick yeah, threw the to pick. send the Tampa Bay to win that mm. completely nonsense Super Bowl. Mm. I don't know. They're not the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't won since 95. That makes sense. But mm. they're not like a glamour team. No, I was looking uh, at the like the, you know, Washington DC
2: teams, I don't think I think they're too shit to be the Raiders.
0: Yeah, they're not as like they don't have like a racist team name, so they can't be like, Yeah, but, like,
2: like the Washington yeah. Wizards are like they they fucking suck. That's worse yeah. than Canberra. They just suck. <laughs> <It's so true. laughs>
0: I don't know if there's like a real proper parallel. Maybe uh,
2: uh my God, we can hear you playing with your beer can. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I it's also
3: like out. the like that i was just, i looked that up fuck that that Super Bowl was played at the superdome as well there you go oh, well. which one right. yeah, 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 right.
0: so i'm gonna give i'm gonna give homeboy and um a tbd on that one i gotta okay, think about so, it a little bit more
2: mm. okay uh, m has a has a question has a couple of questions the first question is which hunt would you rather have at the moment ben or royce hunt uh,
0: <laughs> Car, Carmichael hunt
2: yes oh, that's the right answer that's the correct, that's <laughs> the correct <laughs> answer yeah, next question
0: <laughs> now she says help settle an argument for
2: me she wants to rank the classic thai entree dishes from best to worst okay. so thai mm-hmm. entree so we're talking like money bags yeah uh yeah. satay skewers, Sate yeah. skewers spring rolls spring rolls what else are we talking about
3: uh
2: um, beef basil maybe yeah rolls, they got-
1: spring rolls are the goat obviously yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna have any dissent on
2: that one. You're not gonna have any dissent on spring rolls being the goat. I I
1: hey, like I like money are, bags,
0: mate.
1: Money bags are fine, but spring rolls are a universal treat. Everyone it's loves true. spring
0: rolls. M- money bags are like kind of a a funny little gag. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> you
0: know, it's not it the hipster spring roll. You actually make it. exactly, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, but, but like, oh my it.
0: god, we're eating these things called money bags. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, spring rolls. Spring rolls.
2: Yeah. Roll. And and the, and the satay skewer can can never miss. But it feels. I would never believe that's actually Thai because it feels so white to me at this point. <laughs> it yeah. does It does Very true. It's like it's like, like, a, it's like a, a chicken nugget. Chicken.
1: <laughs> <swatted> <laughs> in Peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Is like, this, so this Thai?
2: We. Yeah. Anyway, um, M's M's next question. I've done this one, so I'll just answer it myself. Okay. But she asks asks us to build a thirteen of uh well, a one to thirteen of three-letter acronym players. So, you know, oh, good, good. Depth, yes, right. Anyway, I've already so, done R- this. I did RTS, some research. RTS is a hey, hey, well, I got it. I got it. Okay. So there's twenty-nine players in NRL top thirties with three barrels. Mm. Twenty of them played this year. So I've done a seventeen. The three that missed out were Mal Malakoutini's Act, Jermaine Tenor Brown, and Harley Smith Shields. I'm just gonna read the acronyms. So fullback is CNK. On one wing is J A C Other wing, HTF.
1: Mm. In
2: the centres I've had to move RTS in there. Because That's ridiculous. You
1: are
2: not, a clown. And DWZ the other, other center. The halves are CHT and DCE. Front row, JWH and AFB, Adam Phil Blake, with Marshall King at nine. Uh, the just, second put row, C-
1: just put C and K hooker, you coward. No,
2: the, second, the, the back row is CHN and RFM, JFH at lock, bench is NAS, RCG, Braden Hamnulli and MCK. You can get that's it. actually that's not a bad team. Yeah, it's that's not, not bad. <laughs> it actually lines up as a pretty. It's it lines up almost when I did it. You can fit like 15 of a 17 in perfectly. You just need it just needed like bat- uh, uh, balance no, as would, well. I yeah.
1: would put, I would move RTS to fullback, C and K to hooker, Malachi to the centers. and Then you're done. And then so, you're so, done.
2: The, so the exercise though is to put the better fullback at fullback Bungard. So
1: oh! <laughs> oh, <well.
2: laughs> oh, oh, oh! Your dad got fullback.
1: We are really pandering to that
2: yeah, right yeah. Just remember though Jesus that if, if CNK
3: didn't get sin- C didn't get Sinbind, then yeah. Joshua Papali wouldn't have scored with 12 men on the field.
2: It's, it's an, assist. an assist. An assist <laughs> It's an assist. <laughs> okay. It's like winning a penalty in fantasy football. That is. Uh, okay, the last question on Patreon comes from Harvey G. So was Caelan Ponga's James Tedesco-like performance in Newcastle's flogging of the Tigers attributable to him being freed up by the inclusion of Blake Green to play a similar role to Tedesco in attack? Or is Twitter right and he's simply been bludging for the last few weeks and he just do out of nowhere to score a bunch of tries?
1: Well, Ponga was really good against Souths a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He didn't get enough credit for that
2: performance, but I thought he was uh, the best player on the field. Yeah, So, um, what I'll say there... Yeah, Oh, you go, Bungard. Sorry. Oh, no,
1: but I was going to say that Blake Green, clearly, as a designated playmaker, really... It, it allowed Calum Ponger to sit a bit deeper and operate in the way that he's much more comfortable, which is something they've been lacking all year. And however you feel about Mitchell Pierce or Kurt Mann or whatever, um, it's, it seems to me quite clear that Blake Green makes that seem better and it makes Calen Ponger better as a result.
2: That's it, mate. Operating in space, back out wide where he's better. And then Blake Green, like Kurt Mann was doing the job. But they needed another pl- a playmaker. And that, whether that was a nine or a six, they needed someone else outside of Mitch Pearce who could act as a pivot and attack. And uh, they did that. And now, what a sh- shock. You set Pong up to succeed out wide. It, it, it happens. Anyway. And I, w-
1: and I will say that, though. But, like, before you move on, like, mm. Adam, o- like, that's such a bold move. It's like, Kurt, man, like, if you asked any average rugby league fan most improved players of this year Kurt man will be near the top i think that's oh, 100
3: percent. Yeah. yeah
1: and that's that's not a controversial statement but adam o'brien was like no we need blake green to get us to that next level yeah like he saw that he, although this guy was playing well they could get someone better and they went and did it and it worked although it worked so far so good on him yeah okay like,
2: very small sample size but yes <laughs> okay uh, over on twitter campo a good mate asked a question. Yes. Yeah, Shark, tell him about what you did to a RoboBand's No, we did this. Merch. We did this. I know. We're we're did this. Did this. Say. We did this, and it's going to be the episode after this one. I think we'll release it. Look, I'll and tell we'll...
0: him, instead of telling that story, I'll tell another funny story yes. that <laughs> happened at the same venue. This is actually kind of like a funny story um, that isn't too insidious <laughs> or disgusting. Uh, we The same venue with the Kyber. It was our second or third show ever, and we were playing with this band called the Trauma Queens, who I have recently become like or you know pretty good friends with after this mm. incident. But um they were kind of like another rock band kind of like Bad Wizard, you know, <laughs> very silly and over the top. And what, but you know, I wanted to see if they could take a joke while they were playing. They all did this like synchronized rock move where they all turned around at the same time. So when they turned around, I just took all their mic stands and faced the microphones towards the crowd. So when they all turned around in unison to start singing again, the mics were all
2: backwards.
0: (laughs) 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 very,
3: very big, like have somebody kneeling down behind someone and push them over areas. Totally.
0: Yes. Oh my God. It was, it was totally childish, but I was like the singer, uh, Jason, who I'm very good friends with to this day, he turned around and got a, a pretty good chuckle out of it. But their drummer, or no, their guitar player did not. So I left the room, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, was this little guy in like an American flag vest diving through the air to try and attack me. But wow. he missed and landed, and landed on a girl standing next to me. <laughs> it just totally flattened this young girl. And that's uh, well yeah, done. It was wild. He got up and was like, we were both thrown out. And that was the end of that. But yes, That's before that
2: a- your, your lifetime banning of this venue. <laughs> yes, the
0: same venue, like a couple months before. And,
2: uh, okay. Harvey says, in his first interview as Warriors coach, Nathan Brown drew up a hit list of five players the Club Shield to sign to fix their roster. In your opinion, was this productive or intelligent to do? Do you think it would endear the current players to him? Uh, no.
0: Yeah, how does <laughs> no. that? Yeah. Just, That's easy. No. No. <laughs> i mean like who is gonna do like you know yeah i got this uh, shit list of players right here um but no these five guys that aren't even you know probably even thought about playing here no it's a one of whom idea. one of
3: whom is 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 this this is the thing i'm thinking of one of yeah. whom is not allowed in the country and currently on trial for sexual assault <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: now yeah. i'm not a legal genius
2: but that's a bad – that's got bad move written all over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look, uh, he did the same thing at Newcastle. But How about you stop talking about replacing your current squad in the media? Like, Yeah, exactly. That's know, another that thing. thing. Keep yeah.
0: that shit in house, man. Yeah. Yes.
2: Like, those, all those guys wouldn't have even heard from Native Brad, And they turn the TV on to watch his interview, and he's like, oh, you're, you're looking for a guy at my position?
0: Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> it's like, send that, send that text message to your mom or something, you know, or like, just yeah, keep that,
2: that. – the fuck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question comes from uh Dave again. He says, "Can the Boom Rookies boys figure out amongst themselves which which always sunny in Philadelphia ca- character most closely fits their own personality?" Mm. God. Let's see. Okay. Uh,
0: you guys are gonna have to take this one. Uh, uh, yeah. No. I'm not a
3: big always sunny guy, so. Aren't you? Okay. Well, I, hit, I'm me ta- t- hit me with your takes.
2: I'm taking Dennis, and obviously uh, Bunga is yeah. Matt because he's gay for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, dale but all- can
0: be d- dale can be danny devito
2: yeah i think that's i think that's fair that's not bad
0: that's a that's
2: yeah that's fine and, yeah and you are you any character sharky you're not a big always sunny fan
0: i'm d i'll, d? I'll, I'll take d big bird bitch yep <laughs> or or the i don't know wasn't there somebody popped on that show for like sexual assault wasn't that the guy who wore the or was that just this character, the guy that used to wear like a smoking or like a robe around all the time? I yeah, never yeah, really yeah. watched the show.
2: Yeah, that's alright. Or you could be I, um. Cr- I cricket. lived it, bro. Yeah, the cr- I mean, you're cricket man. You're pissing at people's stuff at bad shows. <laughs> well, the true uh, fits. <laughs> okay, next question. Oh ask M asked the same question, but for the Office. No, we're not doing these. Like I asked like five of those. We're not doing what what character we are from whatever sitcom. Moving on. Yes, you're,
1: you're such a Samantha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Okay. Uh, league by the Fireplace says, Hi, John. Are there any yes. secret rugby league references in your songs?
0: Yeah. uh, One of the uh, first dark blue single, there's a song called uh, Skinhead Wedding in Canberra, which is about a public servant marrying a skinhead girl. It's just like a total, like my take on a Bruce Springsteen song. And I mentioned Seaford Oval and and the tradies and clubs yeah mm-hmm. I mentioned a lot of like low, co- like low key camera stuff in that song tradies the hyperdome Seaford Oval um yeah, the and leagues club so yeah there's definitely a few, I think there's a couple other songs where there's a little there's some rugby league chestnuts in it but that's the one that comes to mind yeah nice
3: but tradies, tradies clubs I've spent a great deal of time at yeah. as a young man used yeah. to go there for schnitties with my nan Okay, a good union woman.
2: I have no idea what this means. The next question comes from Jojo WRXZ. He says, For Sharky, what is the most <laughs>
0: chain NRL team and what is the most egg NRL oh, team? Okay, this is good. So I'll explain this. Uh, a couple of years ago, in the punk scene in America, there yes. was chain punk and egg punk. Egg punk was like nerdy, um, academic, but still cool. Chain punk was like filthy, scummy, wild and authentic. So the most egg punk uh rugby league team i mean like who thinks they're it's like a team that would probably think that they're smarter than everyone else so maybe we'll go with the broncos yes <laughs> I, that know, <laughs> the <shoe> yeah, <laughs> i'll give that to the broncos and i will say i guess the the chainist team would have to be the the sharks you know just full of like mm. rough rough fans like total Durango yeah. asshole fans. Penrith, Penrith yeah. as well. Yeah, Penrith is pretty chain. Yep.
2: Yeah, The you know, egg I punk don't...
0: Broncos. I like it. Yeah. yeah, the egg punk. I mean, egg. It's not a diss. It's just like you know. Like also, an... if if
3: Newcastle pay, Newcastle would be up there too. Especially like 90s Newcastle. Like they were fucking rough as guys. Yeah, feral, Yeah. 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 Like there's, th- there's all those those when, when the when the Knights won, like when the Knights won their first Premiership. That like. The, town descended into madness yeah
0: that that's a pretty good one another another one for the egg side i would say the melbourne storm are a total egg team too yeah you know, i agree like, with that Eggheads, you know and very big on analytics and things like that so yeah that's good i think that pretty much sums that one up do you know who that is that that jojo whoever that is no i don't uh, uh you know what? maybe i won't no, I think this might be too much information for the, for the world to know. I'm going <laughs> to hold this after. one. I'm going to hold this after. one back. Yep. You keep you that one in there. Yeah.
2: Uh, okay, next question comes from The Sportress, your rival for the uh, co-hosting gig of the Canberra Raiders podcast. My boy. <laughs> he said, if Skill underscore hello is a professional dad of Raiders Twitter, does it make John Sharky the third, the rowdy uncle? That's a great analogy.
3: I like that.
0: Yeah, you that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I accept that role fully. Yeah.
3: Definitely I mean, the, like, I mean, I I have a godfather who was my dad's best mate through high school um, and still best mate now. Um, he was best man at uh, my dad's wedding. And like he, dad and dad, and my uh, Mark, my godfather, um, are both, like dad went to the first Homebake music festival, for example. Um, and I think they're both, I think he went to the first Splendor maybe. Um, but like both big, you know, into their music. Dad loves hip hop. Mark has always been like Mark was the kind of guy who got me into Oasis and like um, Dad loves Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Uh, but same kind of thing. Like I, I, obviously I'm not there to like go out and have beers with them. But I feel like if I still lived at home, that would be the same kind of relationship that I would have. The, the yeah. rowdy Godfather who I would you know share vinyl with. But that's that's the uh, that's the Sharky of Raiders. Raiders Hell Twitter, yeah, definitely.
0: Uncle Sharky's here for you all. <laughs> yeah, check <laughs> out
3: it. this new check out this new record I got from Landspeed.
0: Yeah, check out this egg punk release that I just bought. Yeah, anyway. look at these records. fucking nerds, but they I bought know.
2: <laughs> Okay, uh, Okay, oh God. Joey is goat. I'm I'm going to have to stop betting these questions. <laughs> these <laughs> ones, says, we need to be vetting these morons. Does John have any material recommendations for someone who is going to build a statue of a rugby league mo- rem- immortal? Would he recommend bronze and it being the likeness of Andrew Joey Johns? <laughs>
0: um, I have Oof. no... I mean, I don't know. I mean, no... Yes. Yes. answer.
3: Are there any? Um, are there statues at, other than the obvious? Are
0: there any sporting statues in Philly? Uh, well, there's the yeah the Nick Foles statue. Yeah, there's a bunch around outside the uh, outside Citizens Bank Park. There's a Mike Schmidt Back. and a Steve Carlton. God, did Nick um,
2: Foles get a statue before Andrew Johns God,
0: Wait, there isn't an actual Andrew Jones statue. There is it. No. Oh. No. Then no. Of course he, has, he doesn't get he, he doesn't get it yet. No. He's not yeah, going to get He
3: has a stand named after him. That's fine. Uh, that's good. That's study. all you can. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. It's, I'm really enjoying Vanguard talking on mute.
3: <laughs> 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 I wonder where he went.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, if he if he stops playing with the beer
0: cans, maybe we'll, he'll he'll be a good boy.
1: <laughs> Stop muting me. Um, I thought the fall I thought the false statue was a fake. Like it just Bud Light no. built it out.
0: No, nah, it's it's real. Oh, no it's, it, it's definitely a thing. Yeah. Oh,
3: geez, who who amazing. was the who was the Queensland player that had
2: Sportsbet build a statue of them?
3: Oh, Scott Minto. Yes, that's it. That's what I was thinking. Whoa. God, even he got
2: one before Joey Jones. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's, uh, but this, the Philly special statue, isn't it? The Nick Foles yeah, one. that's it. Yeah, it's Foles and
0: Peterson. Peterson, yeah.
2: Um, Which is still one of the great sport, sporting moments of the last 10 years, man. It's how, unreal. How, how it, it just is unreal. Just how it was captured is, because like, not, obviously you're not mic'd up in most sports. But yeah. NFL, you are. It's great. Anyway, that, next question. Yep. Uh. Oh, Seaford safe oval us. With the Raiders entering Bruce to buy Hazard's Magnum Opus, punishment, help or hinder their premiership chance. One hundred
0: percent help. This is <laughs> dude, if they walked out to punishment every week, there would be no chance for any team. Hmm. Punishment or like um World Peace by the cro Mags. Those are my two those are my two suggestions for anyone of the Canberra Raiders listening to this right now. I do love the Bad and Mean. It's like one of the greatest theme songs I've ever heard in my life, but hmm. I think they really could up their game by putting some, putting some uh, biohazard before the, <laughs> just yeah. in the beginning, just in the beginning
2: <laughs> mashup. I was talking about how much I hated mashups before we recorded, but mashup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Biohazard.
0: Exactly. If they could put some like drop D guitars over that, that <laughs> bad and mean, you know, some, some yeah, chug a yeah. beat down, breakdown beats, you know, yeah, we've so,
2: got we've got three more questions. So uh, first one, Doc underscore Gallons says, "Is it time the NFL employed a designated converter?" Can't remember seeing so many
0: penalties, conversions being missed. This is a great question because this is the thing I talk about and think about a lot. And oh, really, know how they have they have this in the NFL. The mm. one thing my first outsider, like kind of wild thought I had was, why don't teams kick more field goals? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, I agree with you. If you kick a field goal. You maintain possession. You get the ball back. It's such a great way, like thinking like an NFL fan, it's a great way to chew clock. So if you're up by three or four or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like instead of just con- like going through your sets and completing your sets, just have someone that is incredible at kicking field goals on your team come on for the last five minutes of a game and just keep knocking them and icing them. If you have someone that could hit them from 50 out, like if you have a specialized player, that would effectively take the ball completely out of the other team's hands. I don't know yeah. why that hasn't been well, focused on more.
2: We to, unfortunately, that question was so well answered. We have to delete this from the record because we're yeah. about to go uh, propose <laughs> to a team that we're going to bring on the designated f- field goal kicker. <laughs> Seriously. Fun, I love that. Finally, idea. Chris Sando is going to get another, right? another NRL contract. The last Mate,
1: minutes, did, you, did you see the game today in the rain? Chris Sando would have loved it out there. Yep. Yeah. What are you talking about? He been there.
0: So what I'm just saying is basically, uh Mezu Dazel Dave should be getting signed by at least yes. one of these NRL teams. Totally. That dude is a wizard. Have you seen those videos? The yeah, juggling yeah. the say.
2: juggling dropkick.
0: Like what in the world? Wow. Like, seriously.
2: Like i uh, I love, love to see the brain. Let us see the team yeah. run out and there's these sixteen athletes and then Dave at the back there yep. <laughs> trundling out when they won't run out for kickoff. Wearing, I
0: love it. Wearing a dirty polo. Hey, yes. I was gonna say,
2: just just remember, what's his name? <laughs> Fucking Alberto
3: Colon. He's you know, he's a yeah, Portolo Cologne, yeah. That's Cologne, that's yeah. it. And the pit the, the Big sexy. From, Yeah. There's several there's several baseball pitchers out there who are yeah, athletes. That's, that's
0: yeah. Okay. Todd Coffey, look up that dude. That dude
3: Oh, they
1: used to no, have coffee dude. time.
0: Yeah, no the, business. Were, no business playing a professional uh, sport at all.
1: A, be, a very large man.
2: My yes. lord, Todd Coffey. He even like he looks 70. Yeah. yeah.
0: Seriously. They, the they name, to, the look. He was used like, to do this
1: uh, thing called coffee time, where they timed the number of seconds it took him to run <laughs> from the warm-up from the place. Ball pen, yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's
0: amazing. God. And he just got fatter and fatter. Yeah, he didn't. He did not uh, get it in in shape.
1: <laughs> did um, <laughs> Doyle? Did Fat Doyle make the majors?
2: I don't know. Uh, what's that guy's name again? The fat pitcher. I don't pitcher? fucking remember his name. He looked like you, but he was. And and fat. I remember his name. Oh, God, well, if you say, uh, oh here he is. Uh, Ben Anchief.
1: Ben Anchief, that's the guy. He looks so much like you. Oh my god.
3: Also, there's literally a story from 2011 in the Washington Post about Todd Coffey, and it's Todd Coffey wears short pants and a story about how he wore short pants during the game. <laughs> oh I don't god. think he made it.
2: I think he saw the St. Uh, the, Thomas Bobcats or something. Uh, oh, oh, poor, poor, that, old old ben, poor
3: old Ben Anchief.
2: Hope he goes yeah. to the
3: Modesto Nuts or the El Paso Christ. Chihuahuas
2: that photo of him pitching and grimacing, really, that's. If I packed on a few kilos, I could take his identity tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Okay. Okay. Second last question. Harvey G says, given Newcastle's terrible run of injuries and the performances of players like the Sifedis, Mitch Barnett, etc., prior to an off-season under Adam O'Brien, if Nathan Brown was still the coach of the Newcastle Knights, would they currently be above the Warriors on the ladder? No. Nope. Wait. Yeah. I mean,
1: Warriors one four, right? Yeah, no,
2: no, yeah, no. I think so. They're three, di- yeah, I don't think so either. But last question, kind of Raiders centric, but uh, again, it's Matt Duggan. He says, Renegade, "Renegade Dugons" on Twitter says, "Why did Jared Sutton manage the Raiders back into the game? What last night? Yeah, I can't sat- believe oh, this. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, like,
0: did he? Did he get fined for that? As no, of right now, didn't. I don't. He I don't know if he, he didn't get. He did not. But dude, Ricky um, Stewart would be fined the second those words came out of his
1: mouth." I just don't understand. You win by a hundred points. You're first on the ladder. Stop fucking talking about refs. I Who know. gives a what? shit? It's
3: just a very, very theory complex areas. It makes him yeah.
2: um like that Panthers team are very endearing on the field, but then yeah. their clock hits eighty minutes, yeah. and then he, the smarmy prick, steps up and ruins it for me. Did he? Right. Did, he That's the exact ping, did he not I get Did he not get pinged for speaking yeah. to the
3: speaking to the ref already
2: at, at halftime at half time? Yeah, this season. But yeah, Peter Valandis has got the shits about it too. So we'll probably get he probably gets a fine. He said his comments yeah. were deplorable. I was like, yeah, you won the damn game. Like you might get yeah. a pass if you lose and you're a bit bitter. Yeah, you won uh, the damn you game just, and you won, suck it you up. You won, Enjoy your win.
1: You won yeah. easily as well. Like it wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah. No, don't worry about it. Enjoy
2: it. Uh, Shut up. Okay, well, that's yeah. all the questions. All right, cool. Thank you for that, Mitchell. Um, yeah.
1: John, I have, one, I have one more question for you. Sure. What's what's your favorite Avril Lavigne song?
0: my fa- uh it's complicated because um well the song complicated not that it is complicated <laughs> Oh, I the got song it. complicated uh because i like the weird al version of it he does Very instead good. of complicated constipated, con- constipated yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh
1: it's a good song i would have gone with uh i'm with you but it's fine.
0: <laughs> that's all right apparently the, here's a little bit of um
1: oh this is my favorite conspiracy theory me and um friend of the show frankie have talked about this at length like, that Avril Lavigne is dead and that she was replaced with an actor six years ago. I mean, it's incredible.
0: Has she even done anything in the last six no. years? No. She dated, she dated Chad Kroger
3: from
1: Nickelback. She did. Yeah.
0: And, and Derek
1: Wibley from Sum 41. But um, um, who can, who can rule it out? Not us. Not no. us.
0: Here's another tidbit about Canberra. Do you know who lives here now? Jackie. Who? The drummer of Sum 41 lives in That's Canberra. That's incredible. Wow. Yep.
1: I have so many questions for him.
0: Yep. He's he could, like, just moved here out of the blue. Can you make so, a band with him and yeah. I'll
1: play bass?
0: I mean... You can only sorry. play one song. Yeah, so sure yeah but like, be pretty we'll just, limited.
3: Yeah, but
0: think about we'll one
3: song. It'll go off.
0: Maybe, <laughs> maybe he could be the drummer of John Sharkey and the Happy Hookers, too. That's he can be one of, He can be... That's he'll so, be on that record i'll get him I, i'll get him on board of our I, for our i Ripley do love line. that
1: though like that's like the lead singer that used lives in sydney now like it's just so random like this stuff happens australia is a great place for people to come and live it is as it's you a, as you know an excellent
0: place yeah i'm so it i is. mean literally i did dodge quite a bullet moving down here <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know yeah thanks uh, for sure exactly all right
1: well shark man thank you very much for coming on these last couple of podcasts it was very much uh, appreciated. Yeah, thanks john Thank for you. a very unique insight uh, into into the world rugby league, and if any of you hear an American man, saying "Get him on side,"
0: get off, he's on a couch No
1: <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to reach out to him, but yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. So say goodbye, shot All
0: right, thanks for everyone. Uh, thank everyone on earth, actually. No, thanks for having me, <laughs> and um, <laughs> up the fucking Raiders. Right yes, yeah. yes. Uh, say goodbye, though.
2: Right.
1: Bye. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And goodbye <laughs> from me.